myself, Shaylee. Honestly, literally right now, it just came to the mind continuing on with our series of fullness. We didn't have time to record a fourth podcast, but we're recording three and three, three, three. That's just confirmation from God. Isn't that so crazy? Like it's full. Like this is brilliant. Yeah, it's complete. That's so beautiful. But um, we're continuing on with our series of fullness. Um, If you guys haven't heard our other uh, episodes of fullness and resilience and fullness of forgiveness, I highly encourage you to um, listen to those because, wow, guys, we have a lot to learn and we have a lot of humbling to do. (laughs) Um, But today we're going to talk about the fullness in waiting, which honestly, wow, all these topics have been hitting my heart so much because it's literally all that I literally need (laughs) every everything um that we've been through like or uh, i have been through it's literally these i need a fullness of forgiving i need the fullness of of waiting i need the fullness of uh, resilience but focusing on waiting the bible god tells us a lot in the bible to wait wait for your timing wait for god's timing and not your own timing that we have to go not by our knowledge but by god's knowledge and the reason why we do this is because god has the most perfect timing in the world literally in the world and and everything god is just perfect god has perfect timing and it's so hard for us to be waiting and waiting it can be days it can be weeks months years even years you know it can be like 10 20 years we're yeah literally waiting and um and it's just all in god's perfect um purpose and it falls all perfectly in our lives and in the verse i want to start off with in this podcast is psalm 27 14 it says wait for the lord be strong and let your heart take courage wait for the lord and it's like screaming because it's an exclamation part and it says wait for the lord you know because it's so true we get super impatient we always want like our purpose to be done then and there we always want what we want then and there we're never and sometimes even it's never even what god wants for us maybe we're wanting something and god is waiting for the perfect moment it can be the next year two three four whatever years to give you something that's even better oh my goodness and i remember back then um for podcasts i used to be just a listener and i'm just like oh my goodness like i want to i want to talk i want to talk i want to talk but i had to wait everyone had to wait for like as as simple as that like if you're a listener and if you repeatedly come to podcasts that's how someone becomes a speaker because we see that you you want to be here you know um yeah you persevere through this and then God gives you, ba-bam, you're a speaker. But it's sometimes, sometimes maybe you're not even a speaker. Sometimes you're like, ba-bam, you're sent to preach somewhere else, you know? And it's, it's, it's super crazy because everything that we do, everything that God wants for us, our purpose in life, requires waiting. And isn't it super funny that we're super impatient, how the devil always wants to attack us and, and be like, no, you have to be impatient and you have to want this now. You have to want this now. And then we start questioning God and be like, God, why don't you give me this? God, why, why, why? And he draws us further from God instead of us being completely faithful in God. And we're like, you know what? No, let's wait. Let's wait. I'm, I'm going to wait for God. And going along with waiting, um, with everything being perfect, 
Uh, it's super it's super hard because like i said we get attacked by it but everything in god's god does in our life it's super perfect because maybe we're not even molded enough or maybe we don't have the characteristic of what it takes to to become what we want to become you know like i uh cat can vouch for this she's now the leader of nansa how many times did you have to prepare yourself and wait for god in order to be a leader of nansa and you didn't even know you were gonna be a leader yeah and all of a sudden you're like ba bam kathy is a leader and you're like what like that's crazy and that's that's what happens in our lives that we have to wait in time to be molded of what is happening in the future of what huge blessing god gives us in the future um i don't know if anyone wants to add yes i love um how you were saying that um you know many of the times our timing isn't even the one that god is god's timing so for example if we desire for something to come we're not going to be mature enough to be there maybe you want it now but but in God's eyes, he's saying like, no, you're still a spiritual child. You're still a spiritual baby. You still haven't gone through like the circumstances that I need you to go through in order for you to get to that end goal. Because it's very difficult. Imagine somebody with an immature um, characteristic. If somebody comes and like tells them like, hey, this, this and this, you're doing wrong. A person with immature character would be like, oh, and what about you? Like they would snap back in a second. But somebody with this with the mature character would say, OK, I'm not going to feed into their argument. I'm going to flip the tortilla <laughs> and give them uh and give them what they least expect which is um you know kindness not yelling not screaming not arguing not any of that and this is so beautiful because um when we think about like the topic fullness and waiting what waiting really means is hope and you know where is your hope does it rely on your abilities your strength or is your hope in god because waiting and hoping in god is something so beautiful because you're like like in a waiting room right like for example you know like when you go to the doctors before the doctor calls you to like go inside and you know get checked you have to be in a waiting room like um signing papers and you know making sure that you're good to go and you know if something's not good in the paperwork then they send you back like hey you kind of missed something that's almost like the same thing that happens in our spiritual life we're in a waiting room being molded and in romans 12 12 it says constantly rejoicing in hope because of our confidence in christ and that is like one of the things that i would love to like pinpoint because many of the times we're like yes god amen i'm in hope i'm waiting for you but we're angry the whole time we're angry and frustrated the whole time we're in the waiting room like oh my goodness when is my time gonna come why is this person going up quicker than i am and i've been in church for 20 plus years why did this person like that just came a year ago is already rising up in your in your waiting time it is for you to rejoice because who is your confidence on in christ and it says steadfast and patient in distress devoted to prayer continually seeking wisdom guidance and strength and those are three things that I think we need to have and deeply, you know, focus on and have like grounded and cemented in our faith. Because imagine we're not like in constant prayer or in actual relationship or intimacy with the Lord. What is do you really think God's going to trust you with something higher? You're not going to be able to. Or sometimes the end goal is for us to be in order. And how many of the times do we have so much disorders in our life? 
where we don't even know how to time manage, where we don't know how to uh, spiritually, um, you know, be mature or to do any of the things that the Lord asks for us. It's because we're not in prayer or we're not in intimacy with the Lord. And that is what, you know, many of the times the Lord says, like, how do you expect to, I don't know, lead people? Or how do you expect to have this when you haven't even gone through A? You want to jump to C, but you haven't gone through A or B in order for you to go to C. And I love that it says wisdom, guidance, and strength. And guidance is what I love most because even when, let's say, you get to the root of, not the root, to the end goal of where you want to be, you're still going to need guidance. You're still going to think like, oh, yes, I made it. This is it. I don't have to persevere. I don't need no more strength. I don't need any more help. But psych, that is the time where you actually need the most help. And and honestly, I would take like your waiting time so um so like seriously yeah and and understand that it's valuable like for example uh somebody that is like single per se right they don't have a significant other they're in their waiting time they're focusing and they're you know focusing their life with god trying to perfect it trying to fall in love with god before they fall in fall in love with somebody else that waiting time i was speaking to some girl like yesterday and she was telling me like you know what it's very hard for me to talk to people because i really enjoy like my alone time like, I really enjoy uh, being by myself, doing the things that I like. And keep in mind, this person has a significant other. So imagine she takes, she takes like, uh, she holds value in like her, in like her alone time. But, you know, when the person that was for her came, she was like, okay, you know what? Even then, I'm still gonna, um, like, she's still gonna, you know, be able to do the things that she did before, right? And, and that's the beautiful part of it. Like, Take your your alone time with God seriously. Take it slowly. Take it and hold it so close to you in the waiting time. Because when something uh, that you've been waiting for comes, it's gonna be so beautiful and so um and it's gonna come with peace. That's the that's the word I was looking for. It's gonna come with peace as well. Because when things are done with you, it's gonna bring chaos into your life. If things are done uh not rushed it's gonna come with peace and that's the beautiful beautiful part of uh hope um like what um kat and shaley were both saying uh there's a verse in ecclesiastes 3:11. it says it is beautiful how god has done everything at the right time he has put a sense of eternity in people's minds yet still a lot of us humans can't grasp what he is doing from from the beginning to the end of what his plan is. And so basically what this is saying is like God has already made a plan for everybody. He's seen everything. He's already created it. So he knows when is the right time, when is the wrong time, and if you still need something else before you get to your end goal. Um, A really good story in the Bible is uh, Abraham and Sarah. And because, you know, Abraham and Sarah, they wanted an heir and Sarah was very old but God still promised that uh, Abraham would have many heirs Um, and this whole period of them waiting lasted like 25 years and even still Abraham trusted and had faith in God and kept praying and kept asking for it and when the time was right uh, God gave Abraham and Sarah a son Isaac and so like even though I'm sure they Sarah was in her old age, so Abraham wanted a son soon, but he still 
had faith and trusted in God's plan that, all right, since he hasn't given us an heir yet, now is not the right time. And something that just in the worldly sense now, a lot of it is how things are in the world right now are taking away from um, like taking away waiting. A lot of what we get now with like if you think about as a worldly example, like ordering something on Amazon, you have like next day, next hour <laughs> shipping. It's like as soon as you want it, you get it like nobody, nobody is learning how to be patient, how to wait anymore. And so like this is just I know it's a silly example, but um, it's kind of just something else to add to like how this world is shaping what that is like. Like, why not? It's more satisfying to wait. And when it is your time, God will provide for you. Just keep having faith and keep being strong and trusting in the Lord that when it's your time to do whatever it is that you want to do, it'll happen if it's part of God's plan. Yeah, I just wanted to continue on with the story of Abraham. Uh, when when Abraham have to, had to be uh, waiting a long time, not for only kids, but God told Abraham, he was like, oh, I will bless all your descendants. And it's it, from his lineage of Abraham, he stood waiting. But the crazy part is that Abraham never saw what miraculous things his descendants came and when we see abraham all his descendants jesus christ came from abraham's descendants and and abraham wasn't alive to see it and so it's it's like sometimes where god tells us to wait maybe it's not for us to see but it still miracles can happen jesus if if um if jesus came from abraham and if abraham wasn't loyal to 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 god or waited in that time period imagine what could have happened like jesus would still have happened but how would that happen i mean we wouldn't know because we're not god you know but i just wanted to mention that quick thing waiting is super important and staying faithful in god it it really is because even even when we get to like the point of like okay the lord has given me my stuff um oh well before you even get there imagine um imagine like asking god like hey i want this now and you know i want it soon but what if you know god knows every intention of your heart and he really does know it so maybe many of the times what we want is to have like this uh figure or like this title or like this gift so people can be like look at you oh my goodness oh my no way you got this no way you you serve here no way this no way and you know that's feeding our ego in reality that really truly is feeding our ego so even when your appearance can seem like, you know, Lord, I'm so humble. Like, I don't want nobody to look at me. But the Lord sees your heart. He's like, no, nah, you want everybody. You want everybody <laughs> to see you. So maybe he's like, no, I'm going to hold on to you until you grab your soul, until you die to yourself. And then I can bless you whatever with whatever you want. Because in his timing, it's always done perfectly. And I was, I was uh, thinking about uh, the woman Hannah. And I, I seriously love Hannah and we put into perspective because many of the times um, we are already in like this ideal, um, in an ideal place of when we can receive blessings, but yet God has us in waiting places because our desires for, you know, um, to wait for God's like plan for us or like the things that we want to happen in our lives is basically, it starts when we're like, uh, when we're like young or like when we're in the, 
the midst of like growing up to be adults is when we desire things but hannah for example i love her story because she was like in the right position in the right place in she had like the the perfect life to like have a child she had uh, her husband alkana who loved her um she was married you know like she was married you can have kids you can have as many kids as you want but yet she couldn't have kids and and it's not that her husband didn't love her or any of that case. Her husband really did love her. In the Bible, in 1 Samuel 1, you read the whole story of um, Hannah and how she, like, cried for a son, right? And, and you know, people would think or probably question, like, what about the husband? Like, why didn't he try? And he loved Hannah so much that it says that when Elkanah, he would, um, you know, he had another wife named Panina who actually had children. And, you know, she would taunt Hannah, like, ha, 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 you can't have children, blah, blah, blah. And, you know obviously that would hurt hannah but elkanah when he would feed panina and the children he would feed them but then to hannah he would feed them or her double the amount that he was giving to panina which is honestly like favor that he was giving to her so um moving on to the story hannah she is like in the right place to to receive children to have children her husband loved her like it's an ideal life you know and even then when she was um when she was like desiring a son, desiring a child, you can see in her story that the Lord didn't give her this child because yet there were still things in her that she needed to let go of. And when when Hannah is like pouring her heart out to the Lord and, you know, Eli is watching her and saying like, oh, you you're getting you're getting drunk. And she's like, no, I'm not. I'm not drunk. And in 1 Samuel 1 15, it says, but Hannah answered, no, my Lord, I am a woman with a despairing spirit. I have not been drinking wine or any intoxicating drink, but I have poured out my soul before the Lord. 16. Do not regard your maid servant as a wicked and worthless woman, for I have spoken until now out of my great concern and bitter provocation imagine her realizing that she was bitter and that she had so much great concern that is the thing that hannah needed to let go of that is the thing that she needed to you know despojarse and let it go and let god you know do the rest and after that her reward was so great why because she let something go even in the ideal place that you may think that you are in not all the times is it going to be the place that god is saying like oh yeah this is the perfect timing no we must all wait because in 17 it says then eli answered and she and said go in peace and may the god of israel grant your petition that you have asked for him hannah said let your maidservant find grace and favor in your sight so the woman went on her way and ate and her face was no longer sad so imagine her story went from Panina taunting her to, you know, her husband loving her, the ideal life. And we find ourselves in that in that state of like, Lord, I, I'm ready. You know, I'm ready to get this blessing. I'm ready for me to receive this. You know, I've been in constant relationship with you. Um, you know, like we're in the place where we think we're again, where we think that we can receive these things. But the Lord says, uh, 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 you still have a little bit in you that you have to let go in order for you to get this purpose. And that's and that's something that we also should pay attention to okay um just super quick i also wanted to touch on the story of joseph a little bit um since kat was talking about you know how we might think we're in the right place in the right time to receive something um there also might be times where we feel that we're in the wrong place or in a place that is not part of god's plan but actually it very well could be in god's plan and more than likely it is like in the story of joseph after he was sold into slavery by his brothers and uh and thrown into prison for a long time 
he still had faith and i'm sure joseph was not sitting there like oh yeah i'm supposed to be in prison that's this makes a lot of sense like but he had faith in god and stayed faithful so basically when he was in prison he would interpret the dreams of his fellow prisoners and it was like he even though he was in a very undesirable place he still had that faith in god's timing and said all right you know what god if this is where i'm meant to be this is where you have me right now then i'm going to embrace this i'm going to do what i believe like you you put me here for um one thing i wanted to also comment on was the fact that maybe the reason why god might be telling us hey wait like wait for this wait for this is because the thing that we are looking forward to and the thing that we are waiting on maybe not may not be the thing that we should be waiting on you know what i mean and an example of this was uh leah and um if you guys don't know who leah is leah is uh jacob's other wife um and he you know he married leah first and then he married rachel and of course if you um read the story of um uh, jacob and rachel you can see the fact that jacob favored rachel a lot and so that left leah to a side it left her to a side so many times and you see in um in genesis the chapter genesis 29 you can see leah's point of view and leah she desired so much of uh jacob's favor and she wanted to be his favorite she wanted to like have the love that he was showing to rachel and that was not the proper way to like try to seek for it and she would have kids because you know how rachel um she couldn't have kids so leah was like oh i'm gonna have kids with uh jacob um and then he's gonna love me and after until the the third kid i believe the third kid she was like she was like angry with god she was like why isn't he loving me and like blah 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 like um like i'm giving him kids and rachel isn't giving him anything like i don't understand why i'm not the favorite um but that's when like take this into to consideration the fact that um the fact that uh what is it called we shouldn't be we shouldn't be looking for a pleasing of man because god was the one who gave her children he gave her the ability um to have children in the first place and that's the reason why rachel couldn't have children was because god saw how jacob favored rachel so he was like you know what um to make it even you know because god is a just god to make it even let's have leah have kids and so she was only looking at like okay whatever like uh thank you god for like the child and and in the third child and you can see when she gives birth after the third child she is no longer thanking god anymore for that child she's just saying um okay where's my husband not in taking consideration so when she was waiting for jacob to, to love her it wasn't the right way of like what she was waiting for and until the fourth child she had um that's when she gave god like like when, that's when she considered god she was like actually god thank you for this child you know thank you for giving me a loving child thank you for giving me the the ability to have children and uh, my point with all this is the fact that um the reason why god was saying hey wait wait for the love is because he had a better love to show her maybe not in jacob but in him you know what i mean um i don't know if anyone oh sorry <laughs> we're like passing around one mic um but go on and say that waiting it also means of letting go e ego 
And why does this correlate? Because <laughs> it was so funny because I was talking um, to, like, a, a friend of mine. And we were saying that, oh, when you have, like, good in your life, something is bound to bad happen. And then we're like, oh, when something bad happens, just wait because something good is going to happen. You know? And then I was telling her, I was just thinking of, like, that verse. I mean, that verse of that saying where it's just like, bruh, like, we every time ba something bad happens, we don't see what good we have already in our lives. Like, we're already... God already gave us so much good, and then because something bad happened, we're like, oh, just wait because something better. And it's like, no, you have to let go of that, of that thinking, because you are in a, a good place already. And just because something, like, happened to your life means now you're going to have better. I mean, yeah, it's going to happen, but you shouldn't, like, expect it to happen either. It's just like, bro, God, God might be looking at you like, Are you serious right now? <laughs> like, your life is already super good, you know? And then it says um, right here, and, and I wanted to see this verse right here. In Proverbs 29, 23, it says, A man's pride shall bring him low, but honor should uphold the humble. So saying that if you're, like, humble and, and you say, God, I'm just waiting for you, I'm waiting for you, you will be given honor you will be give you will be blessed blessed are those who wait and it's even like a like a phrase the world says too it's not just a verse in the bible but because it's true it's blessed to those who wait <laughs> it remember it reminds me of in the movie uh, tangled where the mother she was just like um ha good is what happens to those who wait or something like that but yeah. blessed to those who are the ones who wait you know and it's it's true Because, yeah, good things come to those who wait. Good things. Okay, whatever. But, yeah. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. But <clears throat> I just want to say that. And even if you're, if you're suffering, um, and, but going through sufferings endure, and it has, it brings hope. It brings faith. It brings, you know what? I'm be righteous to God. And just to back me up on this, in Romans 5, 3 to 4, it says, Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance. And this is a part. And endurance produces character. And character produces hope. You know? So that's why we say, wait on God. Wait on God. Wait on God. Because even if something bad happens, just wait on God. Because you will later be blessed. I don't know if anyone wants to add. You want to continue? Yeah. yeah. Um, you, on, I feel like getting blessed in the right timing is the most uh, perfect timing as we were speaking about because how how wonderful is it that when when we're so eager to get something, we won't be able to like really enjoy what, um, what is with us in the moment only because um, what we asked for was under our circumstances. And maybe what we're asking for is sometimes the wrong thing. Um, there's an example that Danny always would tell us before, and it would it would be like, you know, maybe you're asking for a car when in reality to get to your destination is a plane, but you just don't really know that what you really um, uh, need and are praying for is not even the right thing. It's not even the good thing that you, that you need to have. Just like Layla was saying, she was saying like how sometimes we focus on the things that God doesn't even want for us to focus on. And that's where our mind is always like bad. And we, I always... Uh, remind myself of the verse that says let my mind and my thoughts be subjected to your word and subjected to your mind too because 
our mind like likes to wonder and likes to fantasize of what the future can be of what the future can look like and that's super super um um intoxicating for ourselves because then we believe it and we think it's our reality like oh yeah my life is going to be like this if god gives it to me and we plan out our lives and the lord is looking at us like what are you doing <laughs> like i didn't even plan for this I, i'm not even planning for this because i have something greater for you and you know we don't we don't remember that um but the more we wait and the more we uh, fix ourselves before our purpose and our promise comes it's better because you're number one ready you're equipped and you know the tools that you need whenever problems come so in order for us to to actually get to that end goal is to persevere and to persevere and to finish strong because imagine you start strong and then you finish bad it wouldn't make sense to do that at all so that is that is uh something that we should um we should like really do when thinking about like hope and um and yeah hope and then let our thoughts like come and you know twist it up and the one thing that i wanted to point out is too is that sometimes our hope is on the things here on earth and our hope is not set on the things in the kingdom the bible says to put your to put to rely and seek for everything that is in the kingdom so then everything else can be added and imagine how many times do we put our, our hope in people? We put our hope in a job, in a manager, in a boss, et cetera, et cetera. And then we expect for all these good things to come. But wait, where is your hope lying in? Um, it's it's very it's very um, like confronting to think about that. In Mark 10, 24, it says the disciples were amazed and bewildered by his words. But Jesus said to them again, children, how difficult it is for those who place their hope and confidence in riches to enter the kingdom of God. Everything that's here on earth, it's going to wither. It's going to die. It's going to stay here. We, the children of God are not going to stay here. We're going to go with him and have all the riches that is in the kingdom. So every hope that we have, we should set it that upon uh, the Lord upon in what is right and what is righteous. And, you know, and when you're, when your time comes, you will know how to take care of it. You will know to take care of your crown because whenever you are honored by the Lord, that is like a crown given to you. And you wouldn't want anyone to take the crown from you either. So in order for you to take, take care of that crown is for you, you know, be molded in the process and enjoy it while you're at it. Remember the verse that I read to you guys in the beginning, it says rejoice while waiting. So if you're angry while waiting, we should have that time to recheck ourselves, to reevaluate the way that we're thinking so that so that when the time comes, we know and we are set to, you know, for anything that the Lord commands us to do. Yes, and that's beautifully said. You took the words out of all our mouths. <laughs> um, but I just want to end the podcast with Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. And it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will set, make your straight paths. So he would make your path straight. So if we trust in the Lord, everything flows. Your life, if you give control uh, of your life to God, wow, guys, you're going to see your life is going to expand and you're going to be in peace. You're actually going to feel God's love and how it says here that your paths will be made straight. Okay, guys, this is the end of our series. I hope you guys enjoyed our third year anniversary um, series. 
right here with our podcast three years wow it's it's a long time <laughs> but tune in for our next podcast for january it's going to be another series of the seven deadly sins all right guys uh, make sure to follow <laughs> i know they're like dun 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 uh, make sure to follow us on all major platforms and um yeah see you guys soon bye bye <laughs>